Strong family and community partnerships is one of our district values. And there are many examples of this because our community truly embraces this value. One such example is our parent-teacher organizations. Today, we're meeting up with Nicole Dangle from Brooklyn Elementary PTO, Chessie Totaro from the Forest Edge PTO, and Julie Klein, the Oregon PTO, representing schools Netherwood, Prairie View, and RCI. All three of our guests are presidents of their respective PTO. And we're meeting today to learn a little bit more about these organizations and how you can get involved. Welcome to this episode of Inside the OSD Podcast, where it's all about the kids. Here is your host, lifelong educator, and our superintendent, Dr. Leslie Bergstrom. Welcome to all of you. I know our listeners are going to be excited to hear about what's going on with our parent-teacher organizations, or PTOs. So let's get started. We'll begin by having each of you introduce yourself, the PTO you're representing, and how long you've been a part of the OSD community. My name is Chessie Tataro, and I'm representing the Forest Edge Elementary School, which my eldest out of three started in 2020-2021 school year. Nice. I'm Nicole Dangle. I'm representing the Brooklyn PTO, and my only one is in first grade, so I've only been involved with PTO for about a year. Okay. And I'm Julie Klein, representing the Oregon PTO. Our PTO supports Netherwood Knoll Elementary School, Prairie View Elementary School, and Rome Corners Intermediate School. Um, my oldest daughter just started second grade, so I've only been a part of the OSD community for a couple years. Oh my goodness, all of you are in the early <laughs> yeah, parts of your children's educational <laughs> career. That's nice. So um, I know that you're focused on similar objectives, supporting and enriching educational experiences for students, and you all have varying efforts that you work on in each of your mm -hmm. schools. Everything's a little bit different. But could you explain at a high level the purpose of a PTO organization and why it's important for these organizations to be part of the school community? Now, I know that you all probably have a slightly different answer, but who would like to start? Yeah, Go I'll right start. ahead. Um, I think the PTO is really important because it's a way for teachers and parents to really work together to enrich our kids' educations and really benefit the school communities. We can all do our own part, but when we combine together, we have a much greater impact. So that's why I think the PTO is really important because everyone has a way to kind of find their niche and contribute in their own special way. Oh, that's nice. You're right, everybody yeah. brings something different. So, And I'll just add on to that because I think that's perfect. I think the main thing to your point is the partnership between the teachers and, and parents. And, you know, a lot of times you get to know the teacher that your child has or the students in your child's class but this gives you a much broader perspective and ability to have an impact on a, the school in a broader sense. And so I think that's a big part of the PTO overall. Thank you. Yeah, I'll just chime in and say, you know, that our PTO, you know, tries to support our three schools um, mm -hmm. in several different ways, you know, providing volunteers, which are critical at different points um, during the school year yes. for all of the teachers and all of the staff. Um, we try to find a way to treat the teachers, you know, put a little smile on their face yeah. um, during teacher appreciation. Week they really especially. do love yes. that. And yes. the conference nights. I mean, yes. they, organizations do great things for them on conference yes. nights. Yes. You know, the staff have been at school likely since, you know, early in the morning yeah. and they're there through the entire school day and then they're staying late. So anyway, we can, you know, just put a little extra smile on their face. And then, you know, for our organization, we really strive to raise funds 
for the schools themselves and for the individual staff members to buy things that their classroom needs. So as you said, you know, we're all in it together, however we can help and make things better. Oh, that's true. Can I add one more thing? Please do. Because I think that made me think of something with Forest Edge being a newer school, I think in addition to what you mentioned, creating that community and like Mm -hmm. establishing the community across families through events or through um, activities that we do is in addition to kind of like the teachers and the individual staff. For sure, bringing people together, right? in the community. Yes, because everybody cares about their students' education, Mm -hmm. right? So bringing people together on something that is um, uniting has a lot of power. So you all serve in the role of president for your organization. So what's your what was your path to this role? So I'm going to start with you, Julie. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, when my oldest daughter started kindergarten. I was looking for ways, you know, to get involved, to kind of give back. I'm currently a stay-at-home mom, so I have a little more flexibility in my day than some yeah. of my counterparts who, you know, are in the office all day. So. I started as the vice president of the organization her kindergarten year. Talk about a jump right in. I know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So one year as vice president, then I transitioned to president last year, and now I'm just starting my second term as president this year. Wow, oh. thank you. Yeah. yeah thank you. So I started out just as a member um, when my son started kindergarten, and when they had a need to help make um, lunches for teacher conferences, I was like, hey, I I have some flexibility with work. I'm gonna jump in and get my hands dirty, literally, and uh, just kept finding ways to be involved. So by March, a couple people were like, "Um, our president's stepping down, you should think about it. And I'm like, I keep saying I'm not going to take on like yet another. (laughs) Yes, trying to draw about me, You know, it's just, it's such a good group of people to work with and seeing like really tangible results of the things we do. I couldn't say no. Oh, that's wonderful. So yeah, I, I caved into some positive (laughs) pressure and said I would do it. And so now I'm, now you're it. Now I'm the Brooklyn president. Awesome. With Lucas starting, or my child starting um, kindergarten during COVID year. It was, I started going to meetings as a way just to connect and be more aware. And then similar, you know, you offer one thing, you kind of, you kind of get the ball rolling. So I then joined on as the fundraising chair two years ago um, for the last two years. And then with the president, former president moving on um, to do other things, similar, similar positive pressure to kind of join in. And I've, I've enjoyed it thoroughly. So also a great group of people. And I was happy to take on kind of expanded role in the PTO. Well, it's nice because it's obviously a great way to do good things mm-hmm. for for your own children, but for more than that, right? Mm-hmm. For a whole community. But it's also a nice way to make friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, to meet people who care mm-hmm. about things that you care about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you, it's a great way to, to learn about things going on at the school. Yes. And thing I've learned so much through being participating through the PTO that I would probably never have been aware of or yes. had to really seek out. So I think there's a lot of selfish benefits for other parents as well that it just it connects you to the school and what's all going on so wow well that's that's a very good point mm-hmm. um and usually the principals attend or if not a principal there's a staff member there at all of your meetings right yes so that if you have questions there's always somebody there to exactly to answer them that's really nice so ptos are a volunteer organization and we we all know that leading that takes a lot of time um, and a lot of dedication. So what is it that makes you want to spend your free time <laughs> volunteering this way? We got into that a little bit, yeah. but what would you like to add? I can go this way. Um, I think that 
having the connection and spending the time on something that obviously our children are probably the highest priority in our lives. So having something that I can spend time on that benefits them and myself and kind of allows us to connect a lot of the activities kids and parents get to go to. Um, so I just think that for me, meeting the people, getting the information and putting my time towards something I feel good about yeah. is has been worth it for me. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I wanted to be able to meet kind of like-minded parents. Mm -hmm. And one of the like greatest benefits I get from it is actually being able to see the impacts on mm -hmm. the local community. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn PTO helped sponsor um, Opera for the Young last school year. And Aww. hearing how many of the kids yes. loved it. Yes. And my son was like talking about it for a month. Mm -hmm. And then when I told him like the PTO worked on it, he's like, mom, mm -hmm. you brought the opera to school? Yeah. Like, sure. So just yeah. really seeing like the students and the teachers mm -hmm. enjoying like the end result of all mm -hmm. the work really makes it worthwhile for me. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I'll kind of echo everyone's sentiments. You know, Chessie said it best, you know, you are selfishly trying to do what's best for your own children, you know, and mm -hmm. if that's just, you know, as a volunteer on a field trip or whatever that is, and then you can see the impact of your participation and you get to know your children's friends and your children's teachers sort of in a way that you might not otherwise. You know, my husband and I built our house um, for the school district. You know, we intentionally chose to live in Oregon because we knew the schools were so amazing. And so spending my free time on something that I believe in mm -hmm. so strongly, it does take a lot of time, absolutely, yeah. but yeah. it's it's time well spent. Yep. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That was that was really nice to hear because I understand how much time it takes. <laughs> so I'm glad it just it's uh, really nice to hear this from you. So what kinds of volunteer opportunities are available for those who are listening and might want to get involved just like you did? So one of my big goals as president this year is to really find a lot of different ways that people can contribute. Because whenever I start talking about to my friends about PTO, like, hey, come on, like you should do this. <laughs> mm -hmm. I hear, oh, I don't want to commit and then not be able to fulfill yeah. it. So I really started thinking about, it is a huge time commitment, you know, going to a meeting every month, running a project, being an officer, but we're trying to really break down kind of like small bites of ways that people can That's contribute. Great. So volunteering to run or assist with like a single fundraiser instead of committing to the fundraising committee and doing every meeting. We're looking at redesigning our website so people who have skill in that would be able to contribute. If someone's great at social media, they could join our social media team. They could choose to coordinate a single project. Or even if the way people feel they can best contribute is like donating to the teacher meals, we love that. Because when we can do different theme meal, themed meals for our teachers, they really enjoy it. Like we had mock margaritas for Teacher Appreciation Week last year because it was on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> so even like donating some juice or some tortillas or things like that, there's lots of little ways to get involved without committing to every PTO meeting and every fundraiser and everything like that. Thank you for thinking about access points because not everybody's ready to jump right in the way all three of you did <laughs> becoming presidents in a couple of years. No, I would just completely echo. I mean, I think that there's, that's a focus on ours because everyone's scared to sign up for and be like stuck in something. But I think I'm just going to echo it and say it in a different way. I mean, there's 
you can participate in fundraisers that are going on. Last night we had a like dine out. I know other schools do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's as simple as going to eat somewhere. And I mean, that's so easy. And to your point, otherwise contributing items, coming to the meetings and really getting involved in the committees and chairs is is in one extreme for sure. But there's so many little ways. And I just want to emphasize that even just being aware of what's going on and figuring out what's important to you and putting a little bit of time towards those items that that really like hit you is is enough to start. It doesn't have to be this huge thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing, you know, I'll add is that we, you know, also will try to recruit volunteers for specific events at the schools. So last fall, Netherwood did a back to school night and the principal reached out and said, could you help recruit eight volunteers? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't something specific for our PTO, but we were helping run back to school night on behalf of the teachers and staff at Netherwood. So there are certainly fundraisers and fun runs and little projects here and there that are PTO specific, there are also ways to be directly at your child's school, helping with this, helping with that, back to school nights, those kinds of things um, that are a great way to meet, you know, teachers and staff and connect with families in a different way. I'm just going to like pull it all together. I mean, I just want to like emphasize to not be scared to like dip your toe in. You will not be sucked in. You will not be forced (laughs) to sign up for a million things. But I would just say that Everyone I have met and why I'm the president now has been very welcoming, very gracious, and and very understanding that everyone has a lot of a lot going on. So we're just looking for as much as people want to do or as little as people want to do. Thank you. And I also think sometimes the first step is just getting people comfortable mm-hmm. coming into the building mm-hmm. because not every family has experiences in their background that makes school a comfortable place for them. Yeah. So when you're doing the many things that you do that invite participation, Oftentimes, that's the very first step. And then when they feel they've had a good experience and they've been warmly welcomed, they might be willing to take the next step. So thank you very much for that. Um, And then any specific steps you recommend for those who want to learn more about the PTOs? I'll I'll start because I'm I'm a strong one. I think just (laughs) following on social or Mm -hmm. signing up for the newsletter, just to be aware, you literally have to do nothing. But just if you're aware and then kind of allows you to get more familiar. I think that's the first step. And specific to Forest Edge, we because of what we're just talking about, we started doing quarterly meetups that aren't no agendas, no topics oh. as a way kind of to your point of like just trying to get if someone's a little bit interested, just come see what it's about. No pressure. Um, so I would say definitely sign up, follow on Instagram, Facebook, any of the PTOs um, is a perfect way to start. And then okay. you can figure out a little way to see what you're interested <laughs> in. So. I think I'm going to have to steal that no agenda quarter week. <laughs> That's a nice one. So for Brooklyn, you can follow us um, on Facebook. You can email PTO president at brooklynpto.com. You can go to our website, brooklynpto.com. I am almost always around <laughs> school. You will know me by all the kids yelling, hi, Finn's mom at me. <laughs> and then you can always join us at school um, for our meetings in person, we're back from remote uh, the third Monday nice. of every month at um, Brooklyn Elementary School cafeteria. Thank sorry, you. I'm just going to go back. We're also the third Monday of every month at Forest <laughs> Really? Edge, so. Okay. Perfect. Okay, sorry. Go no ahead. problem. I think we probably all have exactly the same yeah. things to say. Um, you know, I said a very easy step would be to follow us on social media. Okay. You know, that's where the most... You know, up-to-date information, we're on Facebook as the Oregon Parent Teacher Organization and new to Instagram at Oregon PTO. 
um, by visiting our website, oregonpto.org. You can subscribe to emails and find out our meeting schedule. We have opted sort of for a hybrid meeting option. The bulk of us will attend in person in the okay. Netherwood Library, but we also have a virtual option via Google Meet for anyone who wants to oh. join in remotely. Um, we found for our principals who have so many meetings yeah. and really need time at home with their families, they will often connect remotely from home. Okay. Um, so that it's not just one more trip back to school, you know, one more evening commitment for them. Um, and then certainly we've had parents connect in that way too, which just sometimes easier with spouses traveling or work schedules or yes. whatnot. Yeah, that's a nice accommodation for people. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you all for your service and your efforts for our students, our schools, our staff. It's very appreciated. Remember that you can find links to all episodes of Inside the OSD and submit topic ideas on our website at oregonsd.org backslash podcast. You can find this podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. Make sure to subscribe if you're listening on one of these apps to get notifications on the most recent episodes. We'll see you next time on Inside the OSD, where it's all about the kids.